So today we have a really special guest. This author faced some incredible adversity and turned to writing during this hard time. And writing success beckoned. Her story, Arrowheart, reached an incredible 12.1 million reads on Wattpad before she was picked up by her agent and landed a publishing deal with Hodder. The sequel to her first book, Heartstruck, is out now. As important as the writing, she is a body positivity influencer and spends her day writing kick-ass fat feminist while enjoying life with her Boston Terrier and her rock star husband. If you haven't guessed already, we are talking to none other than Rebecca Skye. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thanks, Tim. You make me sound really cool. I think it's the accent. You are really cool, my friend. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, Really appreciate you coming on and so excited to kind of dig into your story and everything because I think people are going to get a lot out of this. I think, you know, you've you've been through some tough times and and kind of have had so much success that has come out of that that it's just super inspiring and I remember when we did our first conversation ever I was like fired up afterwards and it was it was one of those conversations where I was like I wish I'd recorded that and now I've got this opportunity to do so I'm I'm really excited to get into this oh thank you so Rebecca let's start from the beginning um when did you first have like an interest in writing oh man i've i've always loved writing well storytelling specifically um and growing up in school i'd be the kid who was like daydreaming and not paying attention in class and if we got a writing essay or um a project i would like work so hard on it and turn it in i'd be like this is the best thing ever written um, as a child, and then my teacher would be like, ooh, you're spelling and Actually, my teacher told me I was her most creative student, and she was referring to my spelling and grammar. So I didn't grasp the the, tech, the technical side of writing, but um, my brain has always been in stories, and my head's always been in the cloud. So um, actually, fast forward many years from there to when I found Wattpad, that's actually how I learned to be a technical writer is by, you know, people giving me positive critiques or, you know, pointing out and the more I read and the more I wrote, the better I got at it. But um, yeah, I had a lot of overcoming a fear to do before I got to that point. Um, I actually went to university for creative writing and it was so excited. Um, I showed up like half an hour for my first class and I picked out the best table and I spread out all my writing supplies and I like worked so hard that week on the assignment. And I got to class the next week and the professor's like, okay, everybody um, stand up and we're going to read our stories in a circle. And um, I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I'm too shy to read it. So I excused myself to the bathroom and I never went back to that class. And that was about like a year and a half before I found Wattpad. And if you would have told me like two years later, I would have had millions of reads on something I wrote. I would have never believed you. Um, So yeah, it's been a really interesting journey for me to kind of find my confidence, um, and embrace like this passion of mine, which is daydreaming and storytelling. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, that's really interesting. I didn't know that that is something that they'd kind of force you to do in a in like creative writing at, mm-hmm. at university. Did were you were you done after that, or did you carry on? Did you switch? Did you switch courses, or did you stick with yeah, it? Yeah, I switched courses. I actually took Mandarin, and I got an A in it. But now I can't remember anything which is sad because I wish I could. Um, I I have a kind of like a semi-photographic memory. So I literally memorized all the characters instead of um, actually putting them in deep memory. So I got great marks on my quizzes and not so great marks weeks later. 
that's yeah. interesting my my little brother has done the same thing started one course he was doing astrophysics and also switched to entrepreneurship in mandarin um but he he now works like in uk and china so uses it every oh, day which, yeah. which is kind of that's interesting awesome. mm-hmm. but but in your case you had this passion and you went and it's funny how um you did end up becoming a writer a professional writer are mm-hmm. you in touch with any people from the course at all have any of them reached out and been like oh my goodness congratulations on all your success or or not really no, uh, no nobody from the course because I was only there for one day but I did actually have the professor um actually this month this past month oh, I was this month yeah I was speaking at Ticino Con which is a local anime con um at one of the universities by me and he came by and he's like oh I teach this creative writing course you should come and speak to the students. I'm like, oh my God, you are my professor. You don't even know. Um, yeah, it was really funny. So he introduced himself to me. What a bizarre thing to do as well. Like, is it, I, I just feel like if you're just getting going, it's kind of like an old school way of forcing every single person to share everything that they've done without even letting them get their feet under the table, you know? Yeah, well, I think I've, I have a lot of friends who have done like their English degrees and or creative writing degrees and it seems like they really foster um critique like and being able to take critique and give critique and which is which is great for some people but for me I was so insecure going into it actually when I started on Wattpad I wrote under a pen name because then I was like well you know nobody will know it's me if I suck so bad um but as my confidence started building, I finally, you know, and my and my readership kept growing. I finally was like, hey, guys, surprise, I'm Rebecca. And it's been really cool to um, actually I really do attribute a lot of my self growth and personal growth to um, writing and that experience. There's something different about writing on Wattpad than just writing a book traditionally on your own. There's a community around it from people all over the world. So you're getting so many different worldviews and opinions on your work. And it really helps you grow as a person and as a writer. And um, my confidence has grown tenfold. And yeah, um, it's been it's been a, I would have never guessed I would be here if you would have asked the little girl who, you know, got a fail on her essay because her spelling and grammar was awful. But um, my passion was always here. So it's cool that I made it this far. That's really cool. And so how did you first come across Wattpad? When was the time when you first heard that the name of this strange social app? Like, what is it? Yeah, so um, I had, um, if you know a bit about my history, I was um, bit by a spider. I was living in Africa. I was bit by a spider. I'll give it to you real fast. And it caused some sort of problem in my body, and I was bedridden for a year, and I couldn't move. Eventually, the doctors said I had a really extreme case of rheumatoid arthritis uh, spurred on from that spider bite. I guess the infection triggered it. Um, but because it was so extreme and I went from being healthy to that, it was a very hard transition time for me. Um, towards the end, when I started getting on the proper meds and I was a little bit more mobile, my brother came to my house to help me work. So we'd work from home and he would help me with my job and he didn't like working. Uh, so he would, he found Wattpad and he would read and he'd be like, Hey, check out this story. And he would like try to get me reading stories instead of doing the work. And, um, it actually really worked for him. I did get sucked into reading and we'd end up just spending most of our days reading. And eventually he's like, well, um, you should re- write one of the stories that you would tell us as kids. Cause when we grew up, we grew up quite poor and we didn't have TV. So I'd have to make up stories. It was very little women. I would make up stories and make my siblings act it out. I'm the oldest of five. So they had a lot of characters to work with there. Um, but so he encouraged me to, to write one. And, and I did, I opened up 
I drafted right into the Wattpad draft. And this was the old school one without all of the, I guess, seven years ago, or maybe longer than that now. Oh, my God. Must be eight or nine years ago. And um, I just started writing the story. And once I started writing it, that's all I wanted to do. Like, literally, I eat, slept, <laughs> bread. I, did, I actually didn't sleep. I just wrote. I You could find me in front of my computer no matter where I was or on my phone writing at all times. And um, it lit this fire in me and this passion I didn't realize. Like, I always kind of knew I loved writing, but it, not in the extent that when I found it on Wattpad that it lit in me. Wow. I mean, the the, the thought of... Like be, being in, like in bed for a year after that spider bite and that recovery is something that when and, and you've got a fantastic story about this on Wattpad as well that people can can read. Mm-hmm. But getting through that is just I, I couldn't imagine how kind of difficult that that would have been because like it's just such a, and I know you've glazed over it probably to protect yourself mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, no, we can talk about it. It's fine. But yeah, it, yeah, sorry. But it is something that, like, it must have been mentally so hard as well to to just be kind of hoping, like, am I going to get better from this? Is this something I am going to recover from? And and then going through that must have been really hard. Yeah, it it was incredibly hard. I was 19 at the time, so I felt like all the best years of my life were supposed to be ahead of me, and yet now all of a sudden I can't move because my pain levels are so high. And prior to that, I had been a professional athlete. Um, I was training in slalom down, uh, downhill skiing, and uh, they thought I had a chance to be on the BC team then to go to the Winter Olympics. So they had high hopes for me. And um, I had taken a year in Africa because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So I was working with this organization called the Mercy Ships that do like free surgeries and um, build houses and hospitals and stuff. So I went over there. And so coming back from that year, I had all this excitement and all these dreams. And then all of a sudden my body's like, nope, you're you're going to be in bed. It was really hard. Um, it was really emotional. I had to deal with a lot of anger, um, a lot of fear. And eventually I, I started to just appreciate even just the life I had of being in, confined to a room um, because I had support systems. I had a family who was supporting me. Um, I'm so lucky to be in Canada. We have a, a pretty decent medical system here. Um, what happened to me would put most American families into bankruptcy. Um, but uh, I'm lucky I didn't have a huge debt hanging over my head from my health care. And, um, and I didn't happen to get really lucky to go on a med at the time was experimental, but it really made a big difference to me. So um, I started to appreciate life and, and realize that it's, it's such a gift. And, you know, now in the state of the world, when most of us are in quarantine or self-isolation, you, you start to realize how lucky we are. You know, we have running, most of us have running water. Like there's places in Canada that don't even have that. And um, the little things start really adding up and they seem you start you start to realize that it's not what I want or um, what somebody else has. It's like you can be thankful for what you have and the gift you have. And um, and uh, and for me, the thing I relied on was creativity and I would just spend my time daydreaming. And eventually I got to the point where sometimes my daydreams or the stories I would invent would distract me from the pain. And so that's really what helped me. Um, get through that. And I had my family actually write some of my favorite quotes from some of my favorite books all over my ceiling and my wall so I could read them when I was laying in bed there. So yeah, it was a challenging time, but I feel like it forged me and it helped me become 
the person I am now. And it's made me appreciate every single life moment. So I'm totally a cheerleader type now. Like anytime my friends have a success or I have a success, I'm like celebrating it like crazy because uh, I think we should. I think we should just celebrate every single little thing because you're not guaranteed a tomorrow, you know, or or the quality of tomorrow that you expect to have. So, yeah, that's that's what came for me. And so that's why I feel so incredibly lucky to have found writing in that time. Um, and to kind of have made a career out of it because, you know, that's a dream I didn't think I'd ever have. And um, it kind of, I think all that time daydreaming and, you know, and spending that time there really helped uh, fester this uh, passion in me. It, it it absolutely did. I'm, I'm so sure it is. And I, I it's really powerful listening to that because you, you've, you've taken it from anger, frustration, um, what you wanted, the what you wanted what you wanted to have to okay what can I actually do and then mm-hmm. you obviously have that uh little bit of that high performance mindset obviously yes. <laughs> um and and like you say it's forged that and cemented that because being an author there's there's not it's a really hard job right it's so competitive yeah. one mm-hmm. in a thousand books get published um so you you you've taken that performance mindset and adapted it to to what you can do, and I think that's a really powerful message, especially uh, in this time right now, where a whole bunch of people are getting used to a new way of living, and it's a case mm-hmm. of looking at our collective situation and being like, it's not a it's not about like in or be frustrated, take that moment mm-hmm. and then look. And be like, okay, what can I do? What can I be appreciative for? Mm. And and where am I going to find my successes? And boy, you have found some successes. Um, so let's start. Uh, let's start getting into the Wattpad story. Um, and and I know it feels you touched on it here a little bit as well when you said like I'm now a professional cheerleader as well in terms of celebrating my friends' successes. And I've obviously been. I had. Um, follow you on Instagram and watch these awesome Instagram stories of you going around with Erin Latimer and I would love to you to talk about uh, your friendship and and uh, a little bit of what you've been up to with her in the in the in the last few weeks as well yeah oh man Erin and I we met in a really she'll hate me for saying this she hates it when I say the story but it's my most favorite story to tell I tell everybody she picked me up on Craigslist um, because she actually, in, in truth, she was looking to start a writing group and I happened to reply to an ad, but it's funnier my, my way, but yeah, so we, we started and she, she, when I met her, she was like querying agents and wanting to, she wanted to publish a book and I was just on Wattpad. Like that was when I just started on Wattpad. And, um, so I told her about Wattpad and she's like, oh, I guess I'll try it with this book I queried that didn't go anywhere. And of course, the, as soon as she starts posting, her book just skyrockets and her numbers take off. And I'm like, oh, that's why did I recommend this to you? No, it's so funny. So we have this like funny competition between us. But um, it's been a really interesting journey being her friend because she is even more driven than I am. And um, she's an incredibly talented writer. And it's been so cool to watch her. She she got hooked on Wattpad. So after her first story, she just started posting a bunch and writing specific stories just for Wattpad. And 
um, I guess we actually both sold our debut novel around the same time. And so we published our first books around the same time. And she just had her debut YA come out. So that's what you saw recently, most recently in my stories. We went over on the ferry to the mainland. We both happened to live on Vancouver Island. And um, so her book, Witches of Ash and Ruin, is a sapphic um, Irish uh, mythology retelling it based in modern times. And it's kind of like... Um, it's almost like a mystery slash uh, crime investigation sort of thing. And it's really, it's really good, really well written. It's been really well received. And it's been so cool to just watch her um, do her thing and kick ass at it. I'm jealous of her energy. She has unlimited energy levels. I don't know where she gets it from. Uh, but it's it's been like phenomenal being, you know, seeing friends do that. And, and you know, a couple, a year and a half ago, I guess, my friend, Leah Christian, which you know really well too, she published um, a novel that's just, you know, was nominated for the Red Pine Award, which is like the biggest award in Canada. And it's just every time I go into a bookstore, I see it like face out on shelves, which is a big deal for authors. Um, so it's been so cool having, you know, these friends have all this huge success, especially when I locally, because my books didn't come out in Canada till just this year, actually, my books were out internationally. So I had to fly to England to, to see my books on the shelf, which was a cool story in itself. But yeah, it's, it's been cool. And we all, me and Leah and Aaron all met on Wattpad. So um, to have those girls in my corner and to, and to all have this passion for story and books and Wattpad, um, it's been really cool to have that. Uh, they've, they've gone from people who are just my peers to like some of my closest friends. So yeah, I will always cheer them on and they're such incredible talents. Uh, definitely check them out if you're listening to this. You won't want to miss their books. So mm-hmm. Perfect. And uh, tell us about the origin story for Arrowheart. Oh my gosh, it was, I had just finished writing my very first story on Wattpad, or actually I was still writing it, but I got like to the point of confidence in, like had enough readership, and I was starting to like my my voice that I wanted to write another story. And so my brother and I were just talking, and um, he he suggested I write about, so when we were kids, I was forced to go to Sunday school, but I hated it. Um, I wouldn't couldn't sit still. I, I think I have ADD. So I would hide like Archie comics behind the Bibles and read them instead of listen to the Sunday school lectures. And I got busted. And my Sunday school teacher mate said I could only read books from the church library. So I happened to find one on Greek mythology and the Bible. And there's like this verse in Genesis that says the sons of God came to earth and had children with the daughters of man. And this Greek mythology book kind of said that you know, that's where Greek mythology started. So that's where like, you know, Hercules and um, all them came from. And I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest shit ever. And so like, I, so like being forced to listen to church stories all the time, now all of a sudden it became this fantasy world in my head. And that was just something that has always been interesting to me and always like this weird little thing I would research. And my brother's like, well, why don't you write about it? And I'm like, why don't I write about it? And um, then um, the story spark happened and I just sat down and started serializing it on Wattpad and I didn't know where the story was going and I really had a lot of fun um, just listening to readers reactions and trying to like trick them or do the opposite of what they expected and it was a really fun learning time for me. I had no idea that book would ever be published. I didn't even think I could because at that time I just watched my friend Erin, who was just like going gung-ho for publishing. I thought she was like the best writer I'd ever read. And she was getting, you know, rejections after rejections, querying agents at the time. And I'm like, well, if she can, I'm not even going to bother. But um, for some reason, Arrowheart, which was called The Love Curse, now that's the series title, 
So when I was serializing the love curse on Wattpad, it took off and um, I actually had agents and publishers <laughs> reach out to me and I was so shocked. Um, it's changed my life. I didn't expect that. I don't know if I would have been a published author without finding Wattpad and without finding Aaron. Those two were definitely the influencers for me there. So I'm incredibly thankful for both. And yeah, it's been a really, really wild and unexpected journey for me. So when you were updating it, I liked that you were kind of playing with the audience a little bit, because mm -hmm. obviously part of writing our stories on Wattpad, especially if you have elements of mystery uh, mm -hmm. or plot twists in your novel, or like these kind of gray characters that people like, oh, are they bad? Are they good? Mm -hmm. um, the audience likes to get involved and they like to build up their theories. So I'm wondering, we've written our books in a very different way that other authors typically wouldn't. Uh, did it have an impact on the story? Um, yeah, it well, it definitely did. Like, I was allowed to do things that you can't do traditionally. Like, you can't just write three chapters about two characters going to get Slurpees, you know? Um, because page count costs money, so publishers don't want to spend the money on paper or printing costs. So, and there's there's this, there's standard word counts for every genre, you know? Usually you're not supposed to go over 100,000 words, and I think my story is like 120, maybe even longer. Uh, so I had to really edit it down. I also was able to write multiple interview on Wattpad and um, that's common in a lot of stories but I just kind of like whatever I was inspired to write whatever character was talking to me that day I would write because I didn't have any publishing plans for it. If I had I would have written it differently or approached it differently but I just let the story inspire me and I went from there. So at the end when um, I had a literary agent and she's like well why don't we query this novel we had to look at, you know, like, okay, well, how do we take this, this anthology of characters that makes one story and turn it into a book shaped thing. So it was an interesting um, process. Um, I had to really learn about plots So my natural, my natural, what I first started writing on Wattpad was called a pantser. So you write by the seat of your pants. I just literally wrote whatever inspired me. But most, um, professional novels are plotted and they follow, you know, certain story beats and, um, and such. So I started really researching lots of different plots and trying them and fr being frustrated and finding success. And it's been a, like a, it was a rocky journey. And I, you know, first edited the novel with my agent and I used a lot of those processes and learned a lot. And, and then I got an edit and then I got my book sold and I got an edit letter from my editor and I had to do it all over again. And um, yeah, so I learned a lot about myself and my style and I've kind of adapted my own way of doing things. And my friend Fallon, she's uh, on Wattpad too, Fallon Damore, she's a great writer. She calls it panty lining, where you do half pantsing, writing by the seat of your pants and half outlining. So I, I call myself a pantsy liner now. Wow. Uh, thanks, Fallon. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like that. And we've got an uh, interview scheduled with Erin and Fallon coming up. So I'm going to be sure to, <laughs> to, uh, to get her to, to dig into that one. As the book started to gather a momentum on Wattpad, what was your kind of upload process? Like, were you sticking to a schedule? Were you doing it whenever you were inspired? Uh, mm -hmm. I'm really curious to, do you have any kind of like tips for success or ways that you think that you found success as you were going through this process? Yeah, when I was first writing, I would write whenever I was inspired. Um, but what I started to see on Wattpad was the more consistent you are, the, the higher reads you get. Because as with any like search engine optimization, the more you update your content, the more it gets boosted up on the search list. So um, the more regularly you put a chapter in your story, the more regularly it shows up as a new chapter and more people can see it, right? So I started to learn that, you know, if you did it regularly, so I set a goal for myself for once a week. So I would um, write whenever I physically or inspirationally could, and then I would just 
put it in my, save it in my drafts, read it over once the day I was posting it and then I'd post it. Um, I did have some health problems throughout there. So sometimes it wasn't every week, but that was always my goal. And I tried to make it every week because, um, yeah, by the time I was, you know, writing this story, I started to realize that, oh, you, it's really fun to have reads on your stories and to get readers uh, influenced. So I was kind of addicted to that. So I wanted to expose my story to as many readers as I could find and, and you know, hear what they thought about it and learn from them and grow. And the, the community aspect of Wattpad was very addicting to me when I was first writing. So, yeah. So if you're listening and you're writing on Wattpad and you're wondering how to get your story um, read, the more consistent and often, like I, I suggest twice a week, um, if you can, uh, minimum once a week updates, try to find a time that, you know, um, you can actually look at your analytics of where people in the world are from, your your majority readership and stuff now. That wasn't there when I was there, so I was just kind of guessing. But look at your analytics, find out where your majority readers are from, and try to post an update time that's convenient for your majority readers, you know, like after school or later in the evening or first thing in the morning, whatever it is for your readers. And try to figure those things out. Use the tools Wattpad gives you as well as your creativity to kind of find the best schedule to to get your story the most exposure. Those are absolutely incredible tips. Um, I'm interested now is is that after this story had kind of caught fire, got successful, um, you talked a little bit about uh, getting your agent. I'd love to hear the story of how yourself and it's Sarah Manning. Sorry, I know she's changed her last name since mm -hmm. she's been married. Um, but how did you guys end up um, coming together? How did you get your agent? Yeah, I actually originally had a different agent. Um, she found me on Wattpad because I was... Um, featured in the New York Times with some other Wattpad authors. And uh, she was from one of the biggest agencies in the U.S. But she went on maternity leave, and when she came back, she was leaving the agency. And so there were, um, there were some other agents there that I was talking to, but I really wanted to find an agent who – I didn't want to be handed on to another agent. I wanted to find somebody who believed in my work and also somebody who really understood Wattpad because that was, that was and is such a big part of my writing um, journey, and that's not something I'm ever going to stop doing. So – um, I started looking at agents who, or agencies who'd worked with Wattpad authors, and a really good friend um, of mine who's had such tremendous success, actually, he's a good friend of yours too, Taryn Mathauer, he, um, his books just were taking off all over the world, and so um, I'm like, well, obviously his agency knows how to work with Wattpad authors, and books that have been on Wattpad, or stories that have been on Wattpad, so um, I started reading about the agents on that agency, and I had sent it to some New York agencies as well, and, um, but Sarah... She was at that agency at the time and her like what I love list was basically exactly my story. So I sent it to her um, at four o'clock in the afternoon, my time. And I woke up the next day to an offer in my inbox. And that doesn't happen. Like usually, yeah, usually you get like you have to wait weeks and weeks and they're like messaging your friends going like, should I bump them? Should I like should I nudge the agent? Uh, and they're like, no, don't nudge the agent. And, and you're lucky if agents ever reply to you. So for her enthusiasm was awesome. So. I notified the other agents who were still interested and um, I kind of messaged Sarah and I was wanting to ask lots of questions and we had like two or three Skype messages and then I or Skype meetings and then I finally decided, yeah, I want to go with her. Like she wasn't the biggest agent who was interested, but she just had this like, like every time we'd have a meeting, she'd have like this notebook full of like flip charts and all these things that she'd done her research and she was really enthusiastic and so I said oh you know I have some more questions I want to Skype you and she's like oh okay and so we had another Skype meeting and she's like I, I can't even think about what more you'd want to ask for me but I, I've prepared this diagram and I'm like no Sarah I just wanted to tell you I want to sign with you it was so funny she like screamed and she was really excited and so that for me really confirmed me I made the right choice because I have 
And she's been a phenomenal agent for me. She's very editorial, very smart. Um, so it's been a really cool experience. So I met her through Taryn, kind of. Yeah, the same his agency. <laughs> well, well, it was it was incredibly smart. Uh, what you did, you did your research. Um, you kind of placed yourself amongst a stable of other Wattpad authors. They'd seen success of that Wattpad mm-hmm. author, and and as people will listen to this, um, will soon understand the publishing world is very small, mm-hmm. and and it and it's so important that you use uh, the tools that you have to continue to build your friendship network. Uh, so that you can tap into that and understand what's happening. And I think this is a fantastic example of, of doing that. And I don't mean it in a, anything but an authentic way, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to put yourself forward. Um, or or well, not like, always, in your case, because I guess you got approached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, it, for me, those relationships, like with Taryn and Leah and Aaron and Fallon, those all developed at the same time. Like, we were all starting out at the same time. You know, I've never gone and thought like, oh, you're a New York Times bestselling author. I want to be your friend sort of thing. It's never been that for me. Um, but that the, the, those friendships and relationships have been, you know, instrumental in my career. There's times where I'm freaking out or I don't know what's going on or I'm scared or whatever. Um, and they're the ones that are calming me down. They're like, we've been there or we're going through the same thing. And, and they just have the understanding in it. So for that alone, writer friends are fantastic. And just going to jump back to the query for a second. On my Wattpad profile, I have a book called Watt Blog, and I just blog random things. But I actually have a query letter 101 for anybody who's a Wattpadder who's interested in querying. And it's got some tips and insights on um, on how to word your your story and such and your Wattpad stats and stuff to, to an agent. So once you had your agent, the edits mm-hmm. began. Mm-hmm. Now, as Wattpad writers, I think we can be fairly honest and say, as a whole, we don't do a whole bunch of editing because once it's kind of mm-hmm. up, it's up. And then you get your comments. Then you sort of don't want to change mm-hmm. the book because then it'll change the comments and, and, yeah. and things won't be aligned to the sentences. So what was it like diving back in and starting to rebuild the book or edit the book? How was that process? Yeah, it was interesting because so what I ended up doing was um, I got like the most popular story beat sheet and I used what they what um, people use for screenwriting because uh, it's usually really well fl- really streamlined and so I started to write down where my story points f- met those beats and then I would try to figure out what in between the beats could be cut or wasn't necessary and um, and the same thing so I would just make sure my character's arc was consistent in any parts that were lagging in the Wattpad story because I could take detours or I could you know jump into another character's head for a scene so any of those stories that weren't necessary I had to go any of those points that weren't necessary, I had to go through and figure out if there's any information that was necessary to the story, if I cut them and how else I could put them in. So that was kind of the process I went through with with Sarah, was to streamline it, to give it a, a strong story arc, to cut the word count down, and to really like solidify my characters, uh, who they are as individuals, what their wants and needs and desires are, what's standing in the way of each of those characters. So, um, yeah, that's what I did. And in the process of that, I ended up cutting some characters that were really hard to cut and then introducing new characters. So it was kind of an interesting process for me there. I had to wrestle with a lot of things. Um, And there were some scenes that, you know, my agent and even later on, my editor um, suggested cutting. And I was like, well, actually, here's the stats from Wattpad. These are my most popular scenes in the book. You know, here's the most voted on chapters. So I'd like to keep those in. And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. how can we argue with those numbers? You're like literally showing us the data we need. So 
I was able to get some some wiggle room that way. Wow, that's really interesting, and I haven't I haven't heard that before. Um, that's super fascinating, and actually something that um, you've actually got the data on people that mm-hmm. more than likely might be buying your book, so mm-hmm. they're gonna want to see their favorite scenes and the things that they remember about the story in the book yeah. when they mm-hmm. buy it in the physical. So it was at one hundred and twenty thousand words. Um, mm-hmm. How much did you have to cut it down by? I, I think Arrowheart, I think it ended around 76,000. So quite a few, 50,000. Yeah, yeah, it was a big cut. Um, but actually the story's somehow stronger, I think, or at least it flows better from from front to end reading. So um, it's been a real, it was a really interesting journey for me because on Wattpad, I learned my voice and then I learned how to plot through my agent and editor, really, through the editing process. So um so that was a yeah it's been I think I learned how to write backwards I think you're supposed to (laughs) to learn the technique and then your voice and instead of the other way around but yeah everyone is everyone's journey is different um everyone's journey is always takes a different path yeah so and I'm always the type of person who learns from my mistakes right I'm better that I'm better than book smart I'm I'm more you know um yeah I fail I fail forward (laughs) and so with heartstruck um, mm-hmm. did you write that on Wattpad or was that then writing separately? I had started a sequel on Wattpad. I had a few chapters in, um, and it was much more comedy based than Heartstruck ended up being. But, uh, with the edits and the rewrites, some of the characters changed and the dynamics changed and, um, my deadline changed. I had a very short deadline. So I actually wrote it separately. It was the hardest thing I ever had to write because it was my first time writing in complete isolation. And I had the pressure of, I've already sold this book. It's got to be good enough, right? I don't have, like, I think I wrote Arrowheart over two years on Wattpad, slowly uploading it and tweaking it. And then I edited it again. And then I edited it with my agent. So um, the timeline went from, you know, two years to take your time and just enjoy writing to you. You have, you know, six months turnaround time on a draft. For me, that was... um, a a wild expectation and I didn't know if I could do it especially with my health uh, problems because sometimes my you know my hands are too sore or I can't sit in a chair for long hours so um but I so I just broke it down to tangible goals like every day I had to write something like 600 words in order to hit the draft deadline and I'm like oh I can I can accomplish 600 words a day or even if I miss a day because I'm not feeling good I can accomplish 1200 the next day uh, so those are the ways I did it, and I just broke it down to make it uh, feasible. And um, and I did do a little bit heavier of a outline before going in, which normally I don't do. Normally I just get inspired by a scene or a character, and I just let it, you know, flow for me, and I go from there. But uh, so with the with Heartstruck, I I, pl- I plotted it more. Um, I I had to develop the world building more from book one and there's a lot more Greek mythology in it and a lot more characters introduced. So I had to really do a lot of research on some of the ones I wasn't as familiar with. So, um, yeah, but I'm actually really proud of it. It turned out to be quite good, uh, for, for, in my, my opinion. And, um, and, but I've learned from myself (laughs) that I can do it, but it's not my favorite to do it that way. I, I wish I could write every book on Wattpad. It's a much funner experience. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is, is what was it like kind of writing in, in isolation? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's difficult when you don't have your mm-hmm. own army of, you know, people reading the book and cheering you on. And I oh, guess yeah. the accountability changes, though, because it becomes professional accountability. Yeah. And so all of a sudden I went from a hobby writer to 
a professional writer being paid for my work and going from having, you know, waking up every morning with hundreds of emails in my inbox from Wattpadder saying, I love your story. Please continue writing another chapter to me going, oh, God, do I have to write another chapter? And and there's also every artist understands we have so much self-critique and and um and uh, you doubt everything you put on the page and when you don't have you know your army of people going this is the best thing i've ever written or i love this character i can't wait to see what happens next when it's just your inner critical voice in you you're you're constantly doing battle against yourself and you don't have that um those cheerleaders so i miss that a lot i like i would send the story sometimes i'd send chapters to my siblings or my friends just because I needed to get that validation or encouragement. Um, yeah, I often thought about doing like a drafting club or like, you know, I, uh, when uh, I wish Wattpad had the ability to like, you know, only certain, you could have like a certain amount of readers so you let, read your chapters or something like that. Cause I might be able to convince my publisher to have let me do that. But yeah. And, and there are some publishers who will let you write your first drafts on Wattpad at that time. My publisher didn't want me to do that. So uh, and I was new and I was learning the industry and, and where my voice was and, and what I could ask for and such. So so I didn't push for that. But um, I'm glad in a sense I didn't because I learned I could do it and I overcame that. And everybody who's a writer will tell you their second book is the hardest book to write. Um, and the second book with the deadlines and the pressure of being paid for it and stuff was it was a really it was I, I learned that I mentally I could overcome much more than I realized I could. Wow. So when when the first one came out, what was it like going to England? Because it was out in England first, mm-hmm. right? Sorry, I should say the UK. And mm-hmm. uh, what was it like going there and seeing it on the shelf and in bookstores? It it didn't feel like me. I felt like I was watching, like outside of my body, watching somebody else have this experience. And then, like a bunch of my really cool writer friends. Um, came out like most of all of them I w- met on Wattpad you know like uh, Beth Rickles who wrote The Kissing Booth and Gavin Heatherington who's written so many things on Wattpad and he's a huge YouTube celebrity um, they came out and they like celebrated with me and we just hung out we like went around um, my publisher took me around to like we did this huge bookstore loop and signed books and um, I think five or six four or five I don't know quite a few different bookstores and um, my Wattpad friends just like follow us around and we, we went to this really cool um it's like this hidden bar like you go into this detective agency and you push through their bookcase and there's like a bar and we had the big party there and it was just it was so fun it felt like a movie experience for me <laughs> it was weird it was one of the highlights of my life for sure that's amazing that's absolutely amazing um and so I guess what is next so you've had these two books out uh, what's mm-hmm. what's next for you in terms of your writing yeah, well, um, while I was writing on Wattpad and learning how to write in my voice, I started realizing that almost all of my main characters um, reflected me in a way that not often main characters do, and that's their average or above-sized women. And I'm a plus-size girl myself, and it's really hard navigating the world as a plus-size woman sometimes. So um, the the novel I'm working on uh, right now has a plus-size main character, and it's kind of a rom-com, and I'm really excited about that. So uh, I'm working on that one, and I'm also plotting another novel that actually deals with somebody with health issues like me. So, and that's also going to be kind of a rom-com. Um, so, I'm working on these two YA novels, and we'll see what happens with them. But it's been pretty exciting, um, the process and uh, the feedback I've gotten on the my plus size rom-com one has been really great. So, um, that's been really encouraging. But uh, yeah, so 
I'm just going to keep writing. I have some, have uh, something planned for the Love Curse series that it's not official, so I can't really go into more details on that yet. But, um, and I have something planned for Wattpad too. So I'm just hoping I can put, get my schedule. My problem is I over plan for what I can actually do, but I actually have time in the day or physical energy to do. Um, I wish I could write 10 books at a time, but, um, I can't, so I have to figure out my schedule a bit better, but, but now that we're, um, all basically locked down, I'll have more time to, to put to that. We are, we are indeed. And I think there's never, there's never been a better time to be a writer and Mm -hmm. juggle multiple um, projects than there Mm -hmm. is now, because all of a sudden we don't even have to feel bad about turning people down. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I can't come out. Yeah. Yes. The invitations have stopped. Everything stopped. Um, <laughs> and it, it is kind of that moment where it's so strange. I, I feel like I've, I've never spent so much time focusing on myself and thinking mm-hmm. about things I want to do. Uh, I feel less distracted, more focused. Uh, I'm sure that this will, feelings will eventually change right now, but it's it's been crazy to take this pause and just kind of focus on actually what's really important. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like you like you said in the beginning about what you can do and 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 really focusing on yourself. Mhm. 100% and um it's a really shitty circumstance that's put us here but you know uh, we can try to make the best of it and um and support people who we can support, you know, whether financially or you know help a neighbor out when you can. Um, and, and focus I don't think it's a bad thing for us to pause and focus on our own goals and aspirations and and tried to do that. And I'm pretty sure the world has never had cleaner houses than it has right now. We probably all have the cleanest houses we've ever had. Everybody has Mary Kondoed the shit out of their houses. So um, I think, I think it's, I think hopefully, hopefully, you know, a vaccine is made soon and there's not more deaths and we can come out of this um, more united and stronger and, and, um, and have a better understanding of where we were at individually mental health wise and dreams and goals wise because life is so busy we hardly ever have time to pause and think about those things and and work on our you know personal relationships and stuff so so maybe this will be a, a good thing in the end um for for those of us who who survive it you know hopefully hopefully good will come from it absolutely absolutely so I've got a, a few final questions here. Mm. Uh, what is some of the advice? And this podcast has been littered with fantastic advice. But if you could go and give some aspiring writers um, who are listening to this, who are looking at Wattpad as a place to share their novels, some advice, uh, what would you say? Uh, well, first of all, don't try to be anybody but yourself. You know, there's there's already an Anna Todd, There's already an E. Latimer, you know there's already a Maureen Johnson or, who, or John Green or whoever your favorite author is. There's not a you. You have your own unique worldview, your own unique stories and experiences that will influence what you write. So really just try to find and, and be authentic to yourself. And, and it takes takes a while. Usually, you know, our first project is us mimicking art of other people that we love and we start to learn who we are. And it's totally okay to be you. And it's totally okay not to be perfect right away because that comes. Like, and perfection actually will never come, but the pursuit of perfection is something that can slow down the creative process and um, utilize the resources that Wattpad offers. I'm, I'm part of a group called the Wattpad 4, and we have videos on Wattpad that has tips and tricks on, on getting reads on Wattpad. So go to Wattpad's YouTube channel. You can check those all out. It will show you how to best utilize um, Wattpad's tools to get you the most reads. 
there's tons of tricks there. And Wattpad has tons of resources as well um, in the community forums and stuff. So just just learn. Like, if this is your passion and you want to make it something um, more tangible, then then you got to do the work on that side. Just learn as much as you can. Um, let it just absorb into you. And uh, when you're when you're writing, it will just naturally come out. So yeah, read a lot, write a lot, and have fun because if it's your passion, you don't want it to, you don't want to be too stressed out by it. You want it, you want to enjoy it, you want to enjoy it and enjoy the moment. So um, yeah, be yourself and, and learn as much as you can. I love that. Is there anything else that you'd like to let our listeners know? Carte blanche. Oh, wow. Carte blanche, huh? Um, yeah, it, I would love for you guys to come check me out. I'm on Wattpad at Rebecca Sky. Obviously, come find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm there all over there, too. And support Wattpad authors who are trying to make a career of it, like uh, E. Latimer, who we talked about, my friend Erin. Her book came out this this last month, this month, and it's a really weird time for a book to come out because um, we were supposed to be doing events at, like, Emerald City Comic Con and stuff like that together, and, and everything's being postponed. So really support... Um, authors by reading and liking their work or buying it or requesting it from your library whenever you can um, because it will make a difference and that will come back tenfold when when it's your turn so yeah that's what i would suggest please connect and come say hi and feel free to ask me questions anytime oh and and one more resource i have i did teach a free class on skillshare for and with wattpad you can either go into skillshare and search rebecca sky or i think wattpad has it on their youtube right now too and i basically just give all my tips and tricks that i learned over the years of writing on wattpad um, in that course so yeah check that out that is amazing and you can find uh, more about Rebecca Sky at www.rebeccasky.com and she's on Wattpad like she says it's Wattpad under Rebecca Sky and on Instagram at Instagram the Rebecca Sky Rebecca thank you so much for the time and for such an incredible interview I really really appreciate it and I I think this interview is littered with incredible advice uh, heartwarming stories and tales of overcoming adversity that I think is going to inspire the listeners a load. I know I'm feeling inspired. I've got my writing club in a few hours. So taking all of this energy and, and looking forward to turning it into more stories. Thank you.